Welcome to episode 15 of the Ultra Ordinary Running Podcast. I am Angela, and I'm joined by Melissa and Christina, and we are ordinary runners embarking on a journey to our first 100-mile ultra marathon at the Havilene 100 in October of this year. Good evening, ladies. Hello, Angela. Hi, Christina. Hello, Hello, Melissa. Angela, that was a wonderful introduction. Well, thanks. I read it right off of our website. (laughs) (laughs) It it sounded wonderful. I I liked it. (laughs) So we're... uh, We've been chatting and we, we're just going to have a bit of a rant this evening on a Monday, which the rant seems, um, it seems right for a Monday, but we are, um, we've got some stuff coming up and everybody's kind of dealing with some different things. And so we thought we'll just sort of use this time to talk about the, the issues and the stress and the, the things that are coming up that are maybe causing some anxiety and, uh, you know, maybe how we're dealing with it or how we're not dealing with it. But the reality is, is that um, all is not rainbows and unicorns in the world of training and running and and just in ordinary life. So, um, Christina, you've got a race coming up this weekend, which is sort of what sparked all of this conversation. Yeah. 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 It, it's it's kind of been in the back of my my mind for a little while and little while I probably mean about a good week um or so and it kind of you know I kind of got through the weekend a little bit not dealing with it too much and then today I kind of woke up and I realized oh shit this race is on Saturday like literally I kept thinking how fast did the the past like five months go five six months once I once I found out it just went by so fast yeah. And it's sort of like the holidays and Christmas and people don't shop. And then like, I'm going to, oh my gosh, it's Christmas Eve. I should go mm. buy things. And it's like, well, how long? It's like, you knew this was coming up. <laughs> you know, this is not surprise, a surprise. It's Christmas. Yeah. It's, it's not a surprise. <laughs> it's been on my calendar. It's right there. I see it. And then it just, the reality of it sunk in today that this is going to be the longest distance that I'm attempting. And I always say attempting because there's always a really big possibility that I'm not going to com- complete this whole thing. There are some obstacles that I'm going to be up against, you know, things that are beyond my control and, and it makes me nervous. It makes me really nervous. Um, I mean, while I like to go into this this race thinking, I've got it, I'm going to do it, I'm freaking out. I mean, if you if you see me, I look, you know, calm and cool as a cucumber. But deep down inside, I'm like, oh, shit, what am I doing? Why did I even choose to do this? Oh, my God. <laughs> gosh it's just crazy and I know people do this like all the time running you know 100k comes up to about 62 miles and I know people do this I know there's a lot of ultra runners that have done this and it's just it it, for me it's just I mean this is 
I, I attribute it like very similar to somebody who's running their first marathon. You know, it's scary. Like going 26 miles is scary and going a little bit double than that. It's like, Oh my God. I mean, I've done 50 miles. This is still another 12 miles. And I remember how I felt after the last 15 miles. I mean, I just couldn't imagine going another 12 miles. So, I mean, I just, I'm just feeling very overwhelmed. Like it's feeling very, it's, it's feeling, like I wasn't feeling this way up until about a week or so ago, maybe because I blocked it out so much. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe it's here either. When you, you, you tweeted something earlier today about it and I, I was surprised. I thought, oh my gosh, it's this weekend. Like I thought you had. I, I I and I'm not even running the race and I thought oh my gosh I think I thought she had a couple more weeks to go it seems like you just ran I wish uh, I had a couple more weeks to go yeah maybe you could contact the race director and see if they could postpone it for a couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs> you know July actually sounds a lot better yeah <laughs> it sounds uh, like you've got like some classic taper madness going on I feel like this before every race, I think. This whole, why did I think I could do this? <laughs> why did I want to do this? Yes. I mean, I was so excited. I was so excited when I got in. And then it's now and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Who's <laughs> making me do this? Well, me. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, so why, why did you want to do it? Let's recapture those reasons. Yeah, bring bring those reasons with you to the race. Okay. Well, one of the reasons was um, I wanted to do a distance beyond 50 miles. I knew the next step for me in the progression was going to be 100K. And I had picked this one that I really wanted to do it because of a couple of reasons. Um, I really wanted to get out of town. I, I really didn't have one near me that I really wanted to do. Um, there was one actually south, but it was it was later on in the year. And um, weather-wise, it was going to be a lot hotter, which probably ideally would have been better for Javelina. But um, I've seen some of the course, and it was just sort of like, eh, you know, it wasn't all that alluring for me. So um, I looked at Miwok and I saw YouTube videos and photos and I was like, wow, I mean, this it's up in San Francisco and the views that you get up in the Marin Headlands are just absolutely beautiful. I mean, they're just, they're just gorgeous for a trail race and you get views of the bridge and the Golden Gate Bridge and you get the bay and you get this lush greenery and it's just, it's just gorgeous. I mean, it's just, it's a tough, tough course. And I've heard this, but what makes it really tough are these hard cutoffs, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're climbing, I think it's about 11,000 feet. And so it's very challenging and these cutoffs just make it a little bit more that much tougher, but it just looked beautiful. And I'm like, if there's, and I've heard so many wonderful things about this race. It's organized, really well organized. 
the aid stations are really great. The support is really great. The race director is really great. The, the, the swag is really great. I mean, so I heard all of these pluses and I didn't really hear many cons. Like I didn't really hear any cons at all. So that was why when I got in, I was like so excited. I'm like, this is the race I wanted to do. And I felt good about it. So that does that kind of answer why that I wanted to? Yeah. Yeah. But did you? Yeah. But do you wonder sometimes if we just get, if we get caught up in the excitement of, I mean, I, we do this, we did the same thing with, with Havelina, you know, we watch the videos and it's, you know, I mean, it's, you know, they do the same thing with commercials for, you know, whatever vacation spots or cars or whatever it is, you know, and you watch the video and you get really like sucked into the excitement and like, Oh man, look how great that is. Look, those people are smiling and, you know, and the, the music and, Oh, the aid stations look so fun. Of course, you're only going to be there for about two minutes if you're smart, mm -hmm. you know, and mm -hmm. like, sometimes I think it's easy to just sort of get caught up into the excitement of it or maybe following the crowd a, a bit you know what I mean a yeah. bit I mean and we joke about peer pressure but sometimes do we sign up for stuff and and go oh yeah I'll do that and then we don't necessarily think it all the way through like do you think maybe that's sometimes doing it for the wrong reason no I mean I didn't feel that way and if I didn't feel excited about it I wouldn't have done it like I wouldn't have put my money into it yeah and I wouldn't have wanted to you know, if I don't feel excited about, I mean, life is too short to even do something that you're feeling like you're going to dread. And I wouldn't have put my name in the hat if I didn't feel some sort of ounce of excitement. And I was so happy, like generally just so happy when I got into it. I'm like, okay, so the reality is I got to train for it and put yeah. those miles in. So, I'm, I mean, part of me is still feeling the excitement because if I did it, if I had this anxiety and fear overwhelmingly consume me I'd be like you know what forget it I'm not gonna do it because obviously I feel in the back of my head I can't do it so why would I even do that to myself you know what I mean yeah mm -hmm. so it's like well I do that sometimes so I, I don't maybe I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I don't, you know, I, no, I, I agree. I mean, I think being, you have to be excited about it. I just think maybe sometimes, and I, not at all saying that's what you've done, but sometimes I think we just get, we get like excited without necessarily thinking all the way through stuff. Well, it's, I mean, and we're like grown adults, you know what I mean? Like this is stuff that I tell my teenagers. Now don't get all hung up, you know, think about it, think it through. And then I, I'm like, gosh, did I do the same thing I've been telling them not to do? <laughs> well, it's funny because when we sign up, you know, it's like, oh, great. And then when it comes down to race time and it, this goes around, it's like, well, it sounded good at the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 62 miles and, you know, it sounded really good. But, yeah. you know, that's why we do this. We have like some like kind of, I don't know, sick feeling for wanting to feel pain, physical <laughs> pain. <laughs> <laughs> because if we didn't, we wouldn't do this. You know, the body wants to feel comfort. You know, it, it, it's, I mean, we do. We'd rather feel comfort in, you know, in our bed on a cold day and, you know, sipping hot coffee and by the fireplace. I mean, that's comfort. Mm 
we don't want to, you know, we don't want to step. I know what's going to happen. My feet are going to hurt. I'm going to get blisters. My back is going to hurt. My shoulder is going to hurt. My legs are going to feel, you know, I'm going to feel physical pain. But that's not enough to even stop me from yeah. wanting to even try. Because I don't know. I don't know. And I think a lot of the fear stems from the unknown. But there, there are some knowns. We know what's going to happen. We kind of anticipate that. But there's also that element of not knowing that allures us. Mm-hmm. You know, there's something, in, there's something else that's going to happen that we don't know yet. Maybe there's something I've experienced or not experienced in any race prior to this that I'm going to experience now. But I'm not going to know that unless I actually show up and try it. Mm-hmm. And that's what, you know, any of us that, that, I mean, that's true for any of us, for any, any big race, any big race that, you know, a distance that we've never done, whether it's like someone starting out and they're doing their first 5k or the first 10k. I mean, that's a, a lot of miles for somebody who's gone from zero to six miles. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, Yeah. Yeah, so. (sighs) (laughs) Collective sigh. Well, so before my first ultra, I was very nervous because I had never run a step farther than 26.2, which was extraordinarily difficult to cover that distance. And I was like, how am I going to do this? Who am I to think I can run an ultra? I think I may have said this on the show before. I don't know, but. Uh, one of the guys from our running club, he said to me, there's nothing to fear. It's just running. And I'm like, I say that to myself all the time when I go through this fear and this taper madness and this as the race is approaching, when I'm thinking, how am I going to do this? What like why would why did I think that I could sign up for this and do it? And then I just tell myself, it's just running. You mm-hmm. can do that. You run. It's what you do. You just keep putting one foot in front of the other. You keep going. And that kind of helps me keep it in perspective somewhat. Well, I I get that. I and I and I love that because it's true. It is just running. But it's also another thing when it's just running, but you're under some really tough time constraints. Is that what scares you the most? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely. It, it I okay. feel that pressure. And I'm yeah. scared I'm not gonna reach it. You know, and it's like a part of me. Okay, if we're going into a, a deep therapy session here, I think I think we are. <laughs> okay, so I mean, it's it's that fear of failure. Sure, the fear of failure of of investment in time and training, time in in uh, I mean, in investment in money. I mean, this this race is not cheap. Mm-hmm. I'm traveling up there. Um, you know, it's, it's a fear of failing to accomplish what it is I want to accomplish. That goal is to finish my first 100 K. Now, whether that's going to happen on Saturday or not is to be seen. I don't know, but I want to, and that's what scares me. It's like, you want something so badly. And I do, I really want this so badly but there's that possibility it's not going to happen. Oh my gosh. Can I interject a Jen Shelton quote right here? Absolutely. <laughs> what you were saying exactly. Okay. So 
the the movie Outside Voices that just came out a few months ago, she was talking about this ultra, you know, running ultras, and she said something to the effect of, you have to care about it more than anything else in the world, but also you have to not give a shit about it because you have to put that effort in even to try to get there and try to finish but you also know there's so many things that are out of your control, so many things that could go wrong, so many things that could happen. You know, you have to be able to let that go if something doesn't go your way that day. And I, I feel like that is exactly what you're hitting on right now. Like you put so much effort into it and all this, but still, you know, anything could happen. That's the scary part. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I love that. So, So how do I not you know, care about it. <laughs> Get yourself into a really Zen mode, I guess, you know, just like, I don't know, you're going to go for probably... it, going to go for it. And if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. And you've, you, what, all you can do is know that you've given it your best shot. Yeah. If you stayed at home, it wasn't going to happen for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> if you show up, maybe, maybe not, you know, maybe not. But you're yeah, gonna I mean, you're gonna learn worst... something from it. You're gonna yeah, take something away. What's the worst away. that's gonna happen if you don't if you don't finish? You know, if you don't meet a meet the cutoff. You know, I mean, like if it was if it was me running the running the race, and I ran it and I didn't make the cutoff, and I I called you afterwards and said, "Oh my gosh, Christine, I didn't finish." You know, I got to. 52 miles at the aid station too late and they had to bust me to the finish. I didn't make it. What would you tell me? Oh, Angela, you did the best you could. <laughs> you ran, and you, I, you, you ran your you heart ran 52 out. Miles. Yeah, you, yes. you had a and great I, run, you know, but I didn't, you did, I didn't finish. I'm envisioning this. <laughs> Oh yeah, she's our visionary. I think the worst case worst case scenario is if you don't finish, you're gonna feel bad for a little while, and then you're gonna, you know, you you're the one who says there are no what is it are no mistakes. There's only <laughs> lessons. Yeah, whatever There's happens, <laughs> I don't. Somebody said I think you yes. said something like that. I mean, uh -huh. you're gonna you're gonna take so much away from this race, no matter mm -hmm. what happens on race day. You're going to yeah. learn so much about yourself and, you know, how you can push yourself um, no matter what happens. You're going to learn. And you're going to then take that to all the other races you do in the future. I mean, if anything, I do a marathon, which is not, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, that's not a failure. If I do a marathon, <laughs> no, anybody who ever does a marathon is not, is not a failure, you know? Regardless, exactly. regardless of what distance. Is that like the kind of the first time check thing that you have to yeah. meet? Okay. Yeah. 26 miles. Yeah. Worst case scenario, it's going to be a long supported training run in the mountains with beautiful views. You know? Yeah. Okay. All, you, all you can do is try. So how do you, how do you handle your, your pre-race jitters, Melissa? Uh... I I freak out a lot. I, I, have, I, I do. I was thinking about how nervous I was before across the years, and how 
we left on the day after Christmas for that race and really how Christmas Day was kind of miserable because I was so, so nervous about it. And I was kind of injured at the time too. So, I mean, I was recovered, but not enough to go run a hundred miles. <laughs> so I was like, what have I gotten myself into? But I think but you didn't have 100 miles on your mind. No, I didn't. No. And I thought maybe I'll run a marathon distance, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, like, I don't know that this is the best thing to do, <laughs> but I kind of just refuse to let myself worry about it. And it's like, you know, what happens happens. Um I can't know what's going to happen. I can't predict that. I can't control that. Mm -hmm. I can just try to show up and do the best that I can. And also, like, I don't let myself think about the distance. Okay. So don't think that it's 100K. Like, you just think about, you know, whether it's mile to mile or whether it's um, aid station to aid station. Because the thing in ultras is, you know, even with across the years, I wasn't like, I didn't feel bad the whole time, you know, and you're not going to be in pain or suffering or whatever the whole time, like you're going to run, you know, and maybe it's like the last, I don't know, however many miles or whatever, things get difficult and you're really pushing yourself, but basically you're going to have a pretty good day, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I mean, just kind of enjoy it and try, <sighs> I don't know. Try it. Try to just keep those fears at bay and think what happens happens. I'm yeah, not very I mean, good at it. I have to, like, I'm really not very good at dealing with it, but that's kind of what I do is just da, 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 not going to think about this. Everything's going to be okay. And I do, I have a, a former colleague of mine who is the most badass person in the whole world and is always completely doing crazy things. And she, but she gets scared before she does them, but she'll always say, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to mm -hmm. be great. And she'll just say that. And there'd be times, you know, when I used to work with her, I'd, I'd, I'd be doing something, you know, that made me nervous or was difficult. And she'd tell me, Melissa, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. And I feel like that's just, maybe it's a mantra or something, but if you just keep telling yourself, <laughs> I tell myself, it's going to be great. It's, it's just running. It's going to be great. Spa day in the mountains. <laughs> I I am generally excited about it. I I will say that. I will say the excitement probably trumps the anxiety, even though the anxiety is still there. That's good. Yeah. So that's that's a good thing. And I I, I am very, um, I am looking forward to it. I'm excited for you, and I think you're gonna do well. I do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be great it's gonna be great regardless if i do you know two miles six miles 62 miles regardless and anything in between it'll be great it will and and because you're trying i mean you know i mean which was my point yeah. earlier is that if if it was any of us or any of the people that you interact with on social media or a friend or any of the people in your running club whatever it was it wouldn't matter if they went out and ran you know, whatever, they, they could only make it through part of a, a 5K or 10K or a hat. What doesn't matter what the distance is, mm -hmm. but if they went out and tried and they rolled an ankle or they ran out of gas or they hit the wall or whatever it is and they just couldn't 
finish, you wouldn't think any less of them. You wouldn't. No, definitely. You know, you'd be like, you know what? You did great for however many miles. That's awesome. You know, I mean, how many people would never, never even think about going out? I mean, how many people have we had tell us anybody that runs? Somebody said, I don't run unless something's chasing me. I don't even drive that far. (laughs) I don't even drive that far. Do you know how far that is? I could get to rifle in that. And I'm like, yes, I know that Moab is 100 miles from my house and that you would rather drive it. But yes, I am (laughs) going to attempt to run that far. You know, and and so just even the fact that, you know, I mean, we, we celebrate whatever, at least at least we're trying. We're not sitting and, you know, watching other people live life on the television. We're not sitting and watching other people do it and going, gosh, I wish I could do that. Cause that's how this whole stupid running thing started for me in the first place is I just got tired of saying, gosh, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. I wish it was me. You wouldn't, you know, I mean, we would never Anybody that's worth a shit would never say to anybody else, well, I can't believe that they didn't finish that race. Losers. You know, (laughs) you would never, you would would never say, you, you wouldn't, the thought wouldn't even crash your head. You'd be like, oh my gosh, but you ran 10 miles out of a half. That's amazing. You know, it's funny. Rest and recover and sign up for another one. Try it again. It's funny how it kind of goes back to that imposter syndrome. Where it's like it's so much easier, or it seems like it's, it's, it's easier to to support others when mm-hmm. we ourselves don't give ourselves the hundred percent support that we actually need. No, we're like, so hard on ourselves. We yeah. are, and we put so much pressure on ourselves. Like I'm putting pressure on myself, and I know I shouldn't. But I mean, that's nobody else is doing. I mean. It's like kind of go back to, you know, like to, to Jim Doyle. If, if, even if I didn't finish, you know, it's like whose life gets impacted with that? Nobody. Like who would care? Nobody cares. It doesn't yep. impact anybody's life. Yep. Yeah, I'll feel bad for a moment. But I don't want to feel, even if I did get a DNF, which, you know, I've had a couple before. I've mm-hmm. been around that block. So it's nothing, you know, and, and I've always learned something from them mm-hmm. every time. So this yep. would be no different. You know? Yeah, and what makes us think that we can go and do any race distance, but an ultra distance, there's not a there's not an ultra runner out there that that hasn't had a DNF. Right. There's not. You yep. know, stuff happens. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Wayne told me that we were talking about this. Um, the other day and and he said something similar to what you just said Christina is because I was just sort of downloading on him and telling him you know I I I wonder you know why am I why am I doing this why why do I think I want to go this distance you know I would be perfectly happy running up at North Fork and doing you know a shorter distance why why do I think I need to do this 50 mile distance why do I think I need to you know, it's like I feel like I need to reevaluate why I'm doing it. Like I want to make sure I'm doing it for the the right reasons, you know, and I don't want it to – I'm doing it because I want my life to be healthier, mm-hmm. you know. And so am I damaging my, you know, these the concerns I have? I'm like, am I, am I doing more damage to my body than I'm doing it good? 
you know, the, I don't, I don't want to do that. The point is for me to, you know, I lost weight and, and got healthy and, and I feel good. I don't want to be causing damage to my body and I don't want to be impacting my family time. I don't want to be, you know, spending every weekend, you know, that's a lot of time for me to spend out on the road on Saturday and Sunday out at mm-hmm. the trailhead with other people and time that I, I don't get to spend with him and with Chelsea and in my garden and just being at home, even if we're not doing something together, but just being present with each other, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, why? I need to make sure I know why I'm doing it and I'm doing it for the right reasons. And he said, he said, it's all, he says, this is, is, is all you. He said, if you want to do it and, and then, then do it. You're not doing it for me. He said, you're not doing it for any of your, anybody, any social media friends. You're not, you have to do it for you. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, you've thrown it out there that you're going to do this 50 mile race and you girls have the podcast and you're, you know, and, and, you know, aiming at that hundred. He goes, so you've sort of put yourself out there that you've said you're going to do it. So either do it or don't. He said, but it's, it's completely up to you, not anybody else, not me, not Chelsea. Mm-hmm. It, it's n- not Christine or Melissa. It's, it's you that has to decide that you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And if you do, then go for it and I'll be right there with you. So, you know, I mean, I, that's, that's the stuff that I guess, worries me is I just, I want to make sure I'm doing it for the right reasons that I'm not just, I guess, following another crowd that I'm not just getting pulled along by somebody else's dreams and passions, but that, that, that they're my own. Yeah. Well, because ultras, you know, there's such an investment, you know, just not just money, but I mean, your time, you know, time time away from family and friends and Sometimes you want to go out late and you know that you have an early run in the morning. So you kind of miss out on, you know, social engagements or, you know, watching what you're eating or, you know, things like that. It's an investment. Mm -hmm. So I think when, you know, we have such a big race and, you know, whenever anybody has a big race, and this probably goes for, you know, the pros as well, you know, you put so much time and effort into training and you want to finish it no matter what. So that's where that overwhelming, you know, it, it's kind of, it's, it's almost kind of paralyzing. Sure. You know, it can be. Cause you, you, you want to, you want to finish what you set out to do. And that's what I want to do. You know, with anything I, you know, I want to, I want to finish. Um, but I mean, but like Melissa said, I mean, the, the only way I'm not going to cross that finish line, like any chance is if I stayed home. Right. <laughs> That's mean, true. I mean, I have a hundred, a hundred percent chance of not finishing. <laughs> At least I raise my chances, my probability <laughs> actually when I show up. <laughs> By getting to the start line. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, it's funny because I was actually just writing about this today. It was just like, I'm actually getting to the start line. I mean, that's the first thing. And so many people do not get to the start line, you know, for whatever reason. You know, a lot of people have their 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 race that they signed up for, that they trained for 
months, you know, and it's a, it's a big deal. And there's a reason that pops up that they don't even get to the start line. And I think that would actually be worse for me, mm-hmm. you know, but I mean, even if I had just the opportunity to get to the start line, I mean, right there is, it's just something to be very proud of, you know, and I, I'm happy about that. Just, well, I still have a few days to get to the start line. Anything can happen at this point. You're going to have to get that bag packed first, sister. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I have not. So this is how bad I've been is that um, um, I actually see fluffy bunnies. But <laughs> <laughs> this is how bad I've been. Is that Well, I don't want to say bad, but how, how much I pushed push this aside was that I didn't make a list. Normally, I make a, a list, like a checklist of everything and start packing like at least a good week or so before. And I've done nothing. Even as of this night, I have not done a thing. So, I mean, so we need to you hallucinate. Yeah, we yeah. need to get off the phone so that you can start making your ultra list. <laughs> yes good thing I have old ones to rely on but this one I don't know I don't know I I, you know it's sort of like I, I if I don't think about it it doesn't cause the stress we try to shy away from stress like why do we want to create more stress on top of stress so if I don't deal with it I don't have the stress yeah, but that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't work because every I you push all. It doesn't matter what feelings they are. You shove all that stuff down. You go. I'm just not going to deal with it. I'm not going to deal with it. I don't. I don't want to be whatever upset. I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be stressed. I don't want to be anxious. So I just don't think about it. But all that does is mean make it worse because yep. it just you have you you have to deal with it at some point. I do. I, yeah. I, I'm going to do this. I have to. So tomorrow, that's my goal. I am. I am setting everything ready. I am. I, I'm going to get my list ready. I already have one. I can. I can feed off of. And so, um, so tomorrow would be you know the day to to at least get it started. At least half. That's good. And yeah. And, yeah. And you leave question. when? When do you leave to go? Uh, north, uh, early Friday morning. Well, yeah, yeah. Early Friday. Early Friday. And the race is Saturday. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, we will be thinking of you. Well, thank you. And I will be thinking about both of you <laughs> and everybody who has wished me, you know, good lucks. You know, thank you. I think it's going to be an amazing experience, no matter what happens. Yeah, I mean, and if anything, uh, you know, I'll take some photos. I'll yes. come back with a few stories, maybe a wildlife story. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so my dissertation advisor used to say, "We do it for the stories." I told him some like <laughs> completely crazy, scary thing that happened to me while I was living in Nicaragua, and he's like, "Melissa, we do it for the stories." <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's right. I was thinking about what I was going to tell everybody when I came back. So you can, you will definitely have stories for us. We don't know what the stories are going to be yet. No, no, they have yet to be written. Yes. Mm. But I will have my pen and paper on Saturday. Well, maybe you don't need to 
bring the pen and paper. Well, no. <laughs> I didn't mean literally. <laughs> Figuratively. <laughs> Should be at the aid station going, excuse me, I need to get my pen and pencil out of my pack to write some things down. <laughs> you have some white out. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh. Yes. This has helped. Has this helped you? Like, you know, you ladies with anything? Oh, not to create more anxiety. I know we're going to wrap this up pretty soon, but not to create any more anxiety because I don't know, this might, okay, this might create a little bit, but um, just that's all right. I, Go for it. I think there's about 26 weeks until Havelina. Mm-hmm. How's, regi- 20- how's registration looking? Is it still um, open? I, I'm pretty sure it's still open. <laughs> I, I'm I, pretty sure you're probably not going to get off that easy. Yeah. No, I can, let's see, I can let you know right now. Okay. Um, there are, oh yeah, registration is still open. Excellent. There's, there's only about 158 entrants for the 100 miler. You're kidding. I thought yeah. there would be a lot more than that. No, I think it's like my size of race. I think t- I thought time, there's like 600 yeah. who run that race. Well, as time goes on, I, I believe more people will sign up. Wow. It surprises me that it's still that low. Okay. Well, that's good. Um, no, but I just was... so you know, we have a, a price increase coming up. Okay. When is it? May 31st. Okay. I'm going to register tomorrow after I go to the Rossiter because she mm-hmm. said she could fix my sciatica. And oh, <laughs> if she does, maybe I'll come home and register for that. Okay, yeah. So if anybody's listening to this podcast and is thinking about running Havelina with us, there is a price increase after May thirty first. So be aware of that. Hmm. Okay. And that's for both the hundred miler and the hundred k. All right, hundred. Yeah, hundred and fifty eight entrance is all. Yeah. But based, I think last year they had like 500. Yeah, that, yeah. And only 31 are registered for the 100K right now. Yeah. Well, sounded good at the time. It, <laughs> it still sounds good. Yes, it does. It's, it does. It's still 26 miles. Uh, 26 miles. 26, <laughs> 26 miles a few times. <laughs> a few times. So yeah, just break it down. Uh-oh. Just break down your race on Saturday. It's gonna be that great. That might be my whole race. <laughs> it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. It will be great. <laughs> yes, it will. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to hearing your stories. Well, thank you. Me too. I am too. <laughs> I will be sure to share. Uh, yeah. And as always, Melissa, I appreciate your um, your experienced words of ultra wisdom. Yes, very you much. always seem to have oh. some like you know really good little bits of advice, and you know. Yeah. Well, thanks. I, I don't know what I said that was in any way useful, but well, you know, you just you know it's little stuff, you know, that you forget, you know, break it down, and you know. I just think when we let those thoughts of being stressed out about it and worried about it roll around in our own heads, then they seem much bigger and scarier, mm-hmm. you yeah. know. But then when you, you talk them out with somebody and 
you know, and somebody, and for me, somebody that's been there, you know, it's like, oh, well, yeah, you know, it's okay. Just making it to that next aid station or, you know, just make it to the next spot or, you know, whatever it is. And just, you know, trying to keep that a positive attitude that, you know, yeah, we can do this. It'll be okay. And it's, it just, I think once you get them out and you talk about them, then it just, it doesn't seem quite as big and scary and you realize all those anxieties and stresses you're having you know somebody else has too and it's okay mm-hmm. yeah. it's those it's those wonderful melissa-isms <laughs> yes <laughs> Ooh. well i'll uh, i'll try to send some bet- your way during the race <laughs> <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be stalking you we'll have to see if we can try and track you or something <laughs> i think you can I think they do okay. have it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Good times. Well, I think uh, I think that was a nice little good Monday. Yeah. They rant. Does anybody have anything to to add? No, I'm good. No. Nope. We all um, all wrapped up. Melissa, you're happy. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. And if you have any. You know, I always ask for tips. You know, I'm always looking for some words of wisdom from somebody. <laughs> Doesn't hurt. Uh, but thanks, thanks for thanks for subscribing and um, listening. And please feel free to leave us any comments. 